you can be petty. Okay, and that's what I'm doing this one about. Um, obviously, you don't want to be petty all the time because uh, then you're just a petty person and people probably don't like being around you and you might not like being around yourself. However, when you're walking through ridiculousness, it's okay to be petty sometimes, to feel petty, to think petty things, and to generate some action out of those petty thoughts. And I feel like this is really important. There's all this pressure on someone leaving an abusive relationship to make good decisions and prove somehow that their life can be so much better without their abuser. And I felt that pressure all the time, especially with someone threatening to take my kids. And that pressure is insane. Like that pressure while I'm going to school, raising kids and going to work is nuts sometimes. And when I feel that pressure, I can feel overwhelmed and stress and feel like everything is too much. And so I've decided that sometimes I get to be petty. And then my counselor said that I can also be petty. The way she worded it was beautiful. She said, fall back on petty. Okay. So sometimes I have very petty thoughts. <laughs> I am a mature single mother, but I sometimes think very petty things and feel very petty things. And I'm sure you've been there because I think we all have moments where we feel very petty. And most of the time, I just tell myself like, no, I'm not going to treat them the way that they treat me, which honestly, like that is one of my big parts. My moral compass is like, no, I choose how I want to treat people. Like I don't have to sink to their level and treat them how they treated me. So honestly, most of my pettiness is not like this, like really crappy behavior where I return how someone treated me. Instead, it's generally, I let myself have the thoughts. I let myself think like, ha. I will not feel partially because they want me to feel so dang bad like I am going to succeed just so they do not get to see me fail. And some of you need to let yourselves have some petty thoughts because you've been through hell. And if someone else hasn't walked through it, they don't understand it and they don't have that compassion, and that empathy for what you're feeling. And when you have to deal with so much crap and so many people with all of their just amazing freaking opinions, because everyone has an opinion about you leaving your abuser when you leave your abuser, you get to fall back on petty. You get to tell people that, guess what? I'm going to make it and I'm going to do what's right for me and I'm going to be successful. And you might have to crawl through hell to do it, but you're going to do it. And I'm going to do a whole session on resiliency because honestly, I'm going to probably already have talked about it. It's one of the key factors to enduring and overcoming and like getting yourself built up to leave the abusive relationship, leaving the abusive relationship and experiencing success after you're gone. And in the meantime, though, like people think success is like some hard earned, respectful thing. It is not that pretty. It is not that pretty. Success is dug up from a freaking grave. You take your dead self that your abuser killed off bit by bit and you resurrect that person that inner self and you say listen up we're going after this thing I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be and then you get put down and attacked by countless other people and you feel like you're going crazy all the time but guess what you get to feel a little petty you get to be like you know what that was such crap I don't want to deal with this anymore I am honestly like it gets me motivated that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Like if someone says something really awful and nasty to you and you just are like motivated to prove them wrong. Um, and it sucks because life is not predictable. So I might make a million and one, uh, decisions to try to like prove someone wrong. Um, but that can't be my main motivation. 
see, and then that's where it gets a little tricky. Okay. It's a little sticky when you're leaning back on petty, but it really has to come from a place of your own inner resiliency. So that's where we're going to go with this. Okay. is like, as long as you have this belief that you are resilient, that you are determined, that you are going to overcome these adverse circumstances in your life, then you get to lean back on petty. And you're going to be like, I'm going to show you. And you might not even know how. Heck, when I started out, I had no idea what I was going to do. Right? I had no idea. And then I just kept having awful things happen. And I was like, how am I going to do anything to prove to these people that they were wrong and that what I did was the right thing to do? And it became this passion. Like this really petty attitude actually became a passion to change the way that people view domestic violence and change the way people view victims and change the rhetoric that surrounds domestic violence. And so I use that pettiness that I cannot believe these people stopped talking to me. I cannot believe they said that. Do you know how many moments I would just draw this blank face when someone said something so ridiculous that I just could not even comprehend. Like I would just stare in shock and could not believe that they actually felt comfortable enough to say that out loud because it was not nice. I heard lots of not nice things. And that was when I first started falling back on petty, probably when I got rejected by the people at my church and they wouldn't support me in holding him accountable for the abuse. And I just thought to myself, like, I am going to prove I am going to prove that if you want to be a Christian, God hates abuse. And I am going to prove that it is healthier to let go of an abusive marriage than expect someone to stay in an abusive relationship. And that was kind of the start of my journey was becoming determined to educate people because I knew it was true. I knew that my soul had been dying in my marriage. And I had people say really stupid things to me like, oh yeah, I could tell something was wrong for years. And I'm sitting there thinking, so your encouragement was for me to stay and continue to experience that, that like onset of depression, all of those symptoms of abuse and just continue in that. And I remember the day because I was having petty thoughts when I was walking around Walmart. I had had so many people offer their opinions to me and, and I was feeling it. I was like, I want to, you know, you're feeling real petty and you want to say something and you can think of all the things you wish you would have said when you actually needed to say it, not like days later. And I was sitting there and this would have been months, just months of bad reactions. And I remember thinking to myself, like all of these people had some pathetic opinion about my situation, but none of them had to go home to my abuser at night. And so I decided from that point forward that if someone else did not have to suffer the consequences of the decision that they were encouraging me to make, if they did not have to feel the pain of the thing that they said that I should do, then they didn't get one dang say so in any of my decisions at all. And I got to be petty about it. And I got to tell myself that none of those people had any kind of say. I wasn't going to let them have it. I wasn't going to give into it. And I wasn't going to let it rule my thinking or decision-making ability. And that changed a lot for me going forward. I started falling back on if they don't have to pay the price, they don't have to pay the cost, they don't have a say-so. No one else can tell you what to do in your situation. We can give great tips, like I said, having a backup plan. Okay, I've said it and I will just keep saying it. Reaching out to domestic violence hotline when it's safe. Like These are really healthy, great things to do and tips. But for your personal situation and your own journey, I can't tell you exactly what to do. You wouldn't want to hear it from me anyway. Like, what do I actually, actually, actually know about walking in your shoes, right? And so the petty part of you can be like, listen, I'm going to make the best possible decision for me. And you know what that is probably better than anyone. And, um, and I would get petty when people would ask me about 
why I felt scared of someone who didn't physically harm me. Um, well, him threatening to take my kids, I feel like the psychological fear that's generated by the action alone is insane. But I was terrified of him. And I was so sick and tired of having to explain to people why I felt scared when I should have just been able to ding say, I feel scared right now. I am frightened of him and I am afraid of what he can do to me. And that should have been enough. And it wasn't like people didn't respect that. They didn't understand. And so I got petty about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't care if you understand. I'm scared. That's all I need to know. Like, see, there's this like beautiful balance when you have just enough petty on the inside. (laughs) Gosh, guys, I hope I'm giving good advice. Um, That you can kind of set these boundaries where you can go ahead and compartmentalize. Like, yeah, I get that they think that this is true and that this is their opinion and that they have their justified reasons for it. But I don't have to let it touch me. And sometimes you need a little bit of petty to give you a buffer between you and the really ridiculous, just stupid things that people say and do when you're walking out of an abusive situation. I hate, like I love and I hate, I love and I hate how many resources there are justifying why women stay in abusive relationships or men. And guys, I'm sorry, I'm working on my pronouns right now because I know that there are so many different dynamics because this can happen to anyone. We've talked about that. Um, Why people stay. There we go. Why people stay. And gosh, there's so many reasons you could write a book on it. And I think people have tried to write books on it. But it's ridiculous to me that there even has to be that conversation because you shouldn't have to justify why you do what you do because no one else has had to live with your abuser. They don't know how frightening it is. They don't know what degree of dependency that they have created. And yet there's all these resources about why people stay to try to generate empathy for why people stay, which should just tell you just about everything you need to know about anyone leaving domestic violence is that there's not empathy for it. There's no empathy for the person that leaves and then goes back and then leaves and then goes back. But there's a reason that it happens. And so you just have to be a little bit petty and just say, like, I don't care what anyone else says. Like, I know the pain of my situation. And that's what it is, is pain. And you experience a lot of pain going through it. You experience pain when you leave it. It's a painful transition. It's not like you choose to leave your abuser and then everything is wonderful and everyone supports you and everything is amazing. It it isn't. It isn't. Oh my gosh, it's not. Um, But it's worth it. And I I have told you that and I'll keep telling you that. It is always worth it. So most of you have been uh, someone's doormat. And then maybe you were like me. Like I was never like consciously a doormat. He had to do it very subtly to me. Um, But at the same time, you know. You know that someone walked all over your sense of self-esteem, desires, dreams, aspirations, hopes, and everything good about yourself really. And so you need this space where you can be petty and be like, I don't care what you think. And I don't care how you feel about this. And I don't really care what you say. And if you don't like me, that's freaking fine. Some of you just need to know that it's a hundred percent okay for people to not like you. My cousin said one of the sweetest things to me the other day. And she was like, okay, she said it a couple of times. One time she told me I, I was like sunshine. And another time she told me I was like a sunflower. And it's so sweet because I get the image, like, I'm happy-go-lucky, and I like to think that I do come into a room and try to brighten it and encourage people and feel so happy. Um, But FYI, that drives some people crazy, okay? And there's generally two types. There's the type who thinks I'm super fake, 
And so they hate me on principle, but then if they're around me for long enough, they realize this is my general ridiculous personality. And then they're like, oh, it's genuine. Then it's okay. And then there's the other part. And those are the people who cannot stand me because I am this way. Like legitimately this quality that some people really like just drives some people nuts and they hate it and they can't stand me. And I can tell right away that they don't like me. Like it's, it's one of those things that's really easy to pick up on. And I used to care and try really, 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 really hard to be those people's friends. Um, and then I was like, you know what? No, I like me. Why am I trying so hard to mute myself to get these people that don't like me to like me when they'll never actually like me for me? And so I just decided to be petty. Be like, you know what? You don't like me? Ha! Sucks for you because I'm awesome. Okay? And so <laughs> I have decided that I want to I wanna be me. And I want to, like, heck, how the hell would I be anything else, Right? And I don't want to spend my time being fake or, or muting myself down, right? Like you get a compliment, like your sunshine. Why the hell would I try to be a rain cloud? Like I'm thankful that I am the way that I am. And I know it drives some people crazy and I accept it. I accept that some people want me to fail. I accept that some people won't like me at all. I accept these things that I can't change, right? And I decide to be a little bit petty and think I don't care. And I don't spend a lot of time talking to those people. When you choose to be a little bit petty, that means you get to separate yourself from the crappy things that are done to you and be like, you know what? They did that, but it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it fair. And I don't have to give into it. And in fact, I might go one step further and prove all of them wrong because I will push forward and I will succeed and I will do amazing things with my life. And they are going to look back. And at one point in time, they will have to either look really stupid or admit that they were wrong. It's a very satisfying feeling. And I know it's petty which is why I've told you all to one like really about integral resilience and how important that is. However, it's also okay to be a little petty. Okay. So be petty. Enjoy that moment of feeling like I am going to prove you wrong and I'm not going to let this defeat me and I'm not going to let you own me and use that. You know, it's a really beautiful example would be this. Like anytime you start a fire, use a, that's right. Fire starter, whether you're using like lighter fluid. Okay. Or which one time, um, I tried gin and I just want to say this out loud for everyone to hear that it tasted like lighter fluid. Um, I'm not fond. I am not fond. So like little tidbit there, um, for advice for later in life, if you're ever like, Oh, I want to try gin. Well, there, there you go. That's my personal opinion, but you always want to have some type of starter and whether you're using lighter fluid or you have like a little like set of matches with like easy, what do they call it? Tinder, like little things that you can just light on fire really easily. You always have that because you can have all the good things for a great fire, but sometimes you just need something to get that fire started and being petty sometimes can help you get it started. Now you don't always have to show your petty to the world, but if people are being awful, I would say probably don't shy away from it. There are times where I just look at people and I don't have time for their bull crap. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And so because I don't want to deal with it, I just, I'm a little bit petty. And I minimize time with them and I set really healthy, clear boundaries and I have zero qualms about proving them wrong. So I want you to feel strong and brave enough to be a little petty. And it does. It does. When you've had someone putting you down and controlling your life for so long, it's really hard to let yourself be petty, but I want you to go ahead and be petty. Okay. Like you want you just embrace the heck out of it. And I hope that it gives you a sense of freedom. I think it's a really necessary survival skill. Um, argue with me if you want to, that's fine. And, and like I said, I'll do one on like really legitimate resiliency <laughs> next to make sure you have a good foundation, right? Like the good firewood. 
Um, so when you get that moment this week and you're having to deal with that person that you just can't stand, feel free to be a little petty. Till next time.